this episode of Minute Women, 12 Days of Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry everyone. Christmas. We are back to Quebec. Spoiler, they have a lot of weird Christmas stuff going on. Yeah. They're religious and they love tradition and they love to have their own specific traditions that separate yes. them from the rest of Canada. They want to be different. Absolutely. They are not like other girls. So it doesn't shock me. No, <laughs> no, they're not. But this is one I actually did because my grandmother, she wasn't French, but she grew up in Quebec. What City. is it? So it's La Fête du Roi. So the Feast of the Kings. Uh, so like meat pies and stuff. Sort of. Not no, really. Not, not like rupee pie. Ruby pie, definitely. Yeah. Rappy pie, I think, is Rappy more pie? of an Acadian thing. Oh, yeah, okay. But they do tortier. Ah, so yeah. a meat pie. Very Quebecois. But the Feast of the Kings, also known as the Epiphany, is celebrated on January 6th. So it's traditionally the 12th day of Christmas. Oh, yeah. It's the last day in the run. Not um, for our 12 days of Christmas, but for this specific 12 days of Christmas. We're doing non denominational 12 days of Christmas. Yes. So in the traditional calendar, this is the last day of the Christmas season. It's 12 days after the 25th of December. And in scripture, the three kings, whose origin is still obscure today, kind of enter the folklore surrounding Christmas celebrations. So the big reason we give gifts at Christmas is because these three kings show up and they give baby Jesus gifts. um, Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Correct. I don't know what myrrh is. I I know that frankincense is like a smell. Yeah, I'm pretty sure one of them is like an embalming thing. Probably myrrh. Which is weird. It's like, you just had a baby, well, it might die. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So here's some myrrh. (laughs) Weird. So they don't really write a lot about where these guys come from. We just know they come from the east. They come from the Holy Land, potentially. They're also referred to as magi. They're also really well dressed in the Christmas Christmas parade every year in Lunenburg. The, the three wise men show always up? get the best outfits. Ooh, yeah, they they don't show up in my Christmas parade. They look real spiffy. <laughs> do they have gold for uses of the myrrh? They sure do, and they always go. bring a donkey too. <laughs> they always bring a donkey. a real donkey, <laughs> and it poops. Oh god, it's always annoying. Yeah, <laughs> the the fact that there's like horse cops in Halifax it bugs me. I'm like they just shit everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Anyways, much like the obscure history of. The Three Magi. The Feast of the Kings has become a somewhat neglected part of the holiday calendar. Not a lot of people celebrate something on the Epiphany. My family still does. We hang our stockings again. My Nana does. We don't don't hang our stockings, but we celebrate the Epiphany. We usually do like a dinner. That would be when, like not a Christmas dinner, but like a, a breakfast or something. Okay. Usually, we used to do like Christmas Eve lobster and then, but she does church like with the Epiphany and since my grandfather's passed away, we usually do like lobster on the Epiphany like after we do... After she does her church service. Nice. Yeah. Well, would you guys do the the king's cake? Yes. So that's, yeah. that's what we're doing today. So oh, cool. The king's cake, for people who don't know, is a tradition that comes directly from France. Yeah. Okay. It's sometimes called galette de roi. Yeah. Normally, it's a round, flat, golden cake, which is made of like flake pastry, and it's uh-huh. often filled with fruit or chocolate, and it traditionally contains a bean. A bean. Do you guys do that part? We did money. Money, yes. So that's what my family would do. We would wrap quarters in tinfoil and they would get thrown in there. Yes, absolutely. Traditionally a bean, though. So I did not know that. So my grandfather one time, my my great-grandfather is eating this. And he's like, Helen, this is delicious. Like, this is so good. Da-da-da. I loved all the almonds you put in. She's like, I didn't put any almonds in. (laughs) 
<laughs> he had dentures. And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, there were no almonds in a Walter. She's like, there were quarters and dimes. Oh, God. And then he was like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. So for those who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so this style of king's cake, this like the flat galette style yeah. is from northern France. My family would do something more that would be like served in southern France. Which okay. is more of like a brioche or like a fluffy cake. So just more like a normal cake rather than a flat cake. Okay. These kinds of cakes, whether the northern tradition or the southern tradition, they could be ordered or purchased throughout the month of January, or you could make your own. When serving portions, it's usually the youngest child's responsibility to determine which guest will receive the next portion. Yeah. And sometimes for fairness sake, kids will have to hide under the table and just like point to the legs of the people so they don't get to see the slice oh, that is funny. getting served. No, we always, that was very important, like the grandkids. So like it, we yeah. like rotated through because we're all very close in age. And it okay. was just like this year, like Kale gets to do it or this year, Linnea gets to do it. Yeah, we didn't do that part, but it's because as, as you will find out later, there's a reason that we weren't allowed to do it. Okay. <laughs> the guest that winds up with the bean or the quarter yeah. in this case in their slice of cake is crowned king. And so this person has the choice of offering people beverages around the table. So you have oh. to like serve people beverages or you get to volunteer to host the next king cake oh. at your home. However, in more modern times, it's pretty common for families to take fate into their own hands and manipulate the game to ensure that a child winds up with the bean. Oh. So like in my family, we would put multiple quarters That's and then my it. grandma knew exactly where they were in the cake and she would make sure that kids would get the quarters yeah and then you get a crown so once a king is chosen they get their role and then they get a crown placed on their head we yeah. would always use crowns from like christmas, christmas crackers, crackers. Yeah. yeah some families really go out of their way and they make quite like a crafty crown to put on people's heads but they're normally like paper or cardboard if you have artistic talent you can make your spruce own it up. royal headgear yeah <laughs> you can spruce it up a little bit royal headgear but strangely enough sometimes these festivities can extend into january like sometimes into like valentine's day oh weird. so they'll do multiple king's cakes like through the That's season interesting. no was, we always just fun we did it for the epiphany and yeah. we haven't done it in a long time but it was the epiphany and there were yeah multiple quarters and it was just yeah. kind of like wrapped in tinfoil because that makes it clean yeah <laughs> whatever no, my nana would wash them and wrap them in pieces of tinfoil and yeah. throw them in the cake but she never wrapped them in tinfoil um until that happened to my great-grandfather oh no <laughs> She just throw them in the batter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Jeez. Yeah, no. We never had a quarter that was consumed. That's good. Thankfully. That's good. But yeah, I can remember always, always the kids would just wind up having it. She would usually put like three or four quarters in there. Yeah. And we would always do boiled icing on yeah. our king's cake, which I think that's not a very traditional kind of king's cake. But boiled icing is my maybe favorite. Maybe I'll try and like do it again this year. I haven't done, we haven't yeah. done one really since she passed away. We don't really do it. But nice. we hang our stockings again and we always get like... You a, get a little treat. One extra thing. When we were kids, it was always a beanie baby. <laughs> we would always get a beanie baby in our stocking. That's cute. In recent years, I haven't been home for the epiphany. So yeah. really up until I moved out. Thanks for tuning in for the 12 days of Minute Women Christmas. We love sharing the holiday season with you, and we hope that we can be a part of your holiday traditions. Yeah, if you want to send us a little Christmas gift, you should rate and review the podcast. Give it five stars. Let us know what you think. And you can tune in tomorrow for another episode of the 12 days. Thanks. Bye. Bye.